This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. This podcast is part of the 76ers Podcast Network. Search 76ers Podcast wherever you get your pods. What have the 76ers been up to, and what could they still be in the event the NBA returns? Those are obviously two key questions surrounding the team since the season was suspended. This home stretch was going to be about getting everybody healthy. We set it all season long. We're built for the playoffs. I was looking forward to actually seeing what that would look like. From Ben Simmons' status. He's going to be back, and then it's just off to the races. To Joel Embiid's postseason potential. He can ramp up like no other. What he brings to our team, that's what makes us a real competitor and contender, in my opinion. We Zoom with Sixers General Manager Elton Brand on this episode of the broadcast. How are you doing out there, 76ers pod people? It's Brian Seltzer. Hope you're doing well and that you and your peeps are staying as safe and smart and healthy as possible as we continue to navigate these tricky times. Last we heard from Elton Brand, at least publicly, he too was navigating some tricky times. The circumstances were pretty surreal. It was March 11th at the center, mere moments after the NBA announced its decision to halt the season. The 41-year-old general manager spoke at a quickly arranged press conference just outside the Sixers' locker room that lasted all of two minutes. Brand, like everyone else, reporters, players, Brett Brown, who was seated next to him, was simply trying to wrap his mind around the news. You can feel free to ask questions, guys. Um, I guess, what do you think about the fact that the season's actually come down to the point where it's been suspended? Um, yeah, we have great leadership in the NBA. Um, follow their lead. It's important that the fans, players, coaching staff our staff um, here at the Sixers, um, you know, remain healthy and we, and we do everything we can. So, um, but we believe in the leadership in the league. Two months later, Brandon, the 76ers find themselves in a groove of going about their demanding day-to-day remotely. In a conversation we published on May 5th, the second-year general manager reflects on how he and the Sixers have adapted to unprecedented circumstances, all while eagerly hoping to at some point continue their pursuit of a championship. EB, it is great to see you. 
Zoom or by any other mechanism. Just nice to see the face after a couple months. I see some facial hair. If people are listening to this, they might not be able to see it, obviously. But there is some facial hair there, a quarantine byproduct, I'm sure, right? Absolutely, Brian. Good to see you, too. Um, hope you and your family are, are, are healthy and safe. But, yeah, some facial hair, more gray protruding out than usual. But, uh, you know, I had to teach myself how to do a haircut. I did an okay job. Really? Did you? Yeah. Or did I did a, do an okay job? Well, that's for the viewers to decide. If you, I guess you don't like it. I think it looks great. Who who did the execution? Did you really do it by your own hand, or did you have some personal assistance with the fam at home? No, my wife and kids did not help. I, I did it on my own. I don't know what the back looks like. I didn't use the mirror and get that fancy, but it was getting really really rough in the in the quarantine age. So I, I had to shave it down. I had to shave it down. I feel like by today's standards, as long as it's presentable from the front and looks okay on a Zoom or a Teams call or anything like that, then you're in good shape, right? I agree. I agree. <laughs> well, tell us, for people out there who last they heard from you was the night the season went into suspension, how are you doing? Are you doing okay just from a lifestyle standpoint, first and foremost? Um, you know, lifestyle, it's been a lot of... It's been a lot of ups, a few downs. You know, it, it's tough. You know, it's tough. My wife, she's been great picking me up. We talk every morning about, you know, how much do you have in the tank? If I have 20, she can step up and do 80. And if she has 20, I can push for 80. And if we both don't have it, we'll figure it out along with the kids. But it's, 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 it's been tough along with work and everything else because uh, I had to set some boundaries. We have meetings and Zoom meetings and WebEx and phone calls and I'm on committees and back to play and when we're going to get back to play every single day. So it's, uh, it's, it's been a lot, but I've, I've been uh, getting adjusted and um, we are where we are. It sounds like you have a full day right now. Um, yeah. I alluded to, the, to it earlier. We had to set some boundaries. You know, I had to say, Hey, you know, let's enjoy part of a weekend at least, you know, let's end the zoom calls or the WebEx calls or the video conferences. Cause we're, we're trying to, I'm talking to Adam Silver uh, the commissioner on GM agendas and return to action. I'm on a committee. Um, we have the draft. I'm doing deep dives in the draft. Vince Rosman, as he did last year, is leading the, those uh, scouting efforts with the draft. So, um, you know, free agency and all these scenarios that we have to plan for because there's so much unknown. I feel like this is probably a subject we could talk about for hours, if not over the course of multiple days, but for as much as you can in this window of time that we have, can you walk us through what you recall from when you found out the season was suspended to where things are now with the front office, how you guys built up the remote infrastructure to take care of the day-to-day that you guys need to do for a professional basketball team? Um, Yeah, I'll rewind it a little bit further. So, you know, I was in California for the Clipper game, Laker game, Golden State Warrior game. And I don't know if they were testing before us, but there were, there were many more cases and it was more of a hotbed at the time. So when I got back to the Northeast, I had a different sense of what was going on. Um, so I, we, I decided, made the decision to take the scouts off of the road a little earlier than some other teams. And we went more to video work right there for the draft and for free agency. It's like, we don't know where this thing is going, but if there's a chance, I'd rather... Um, you know, fall in the, on the side of safety. So we took the, the scouts off the road. Um, this is before the NCAA was canceled, before 
all the high school tournaments were canceled and things of that nature, or the All-American games were canceled. Um, and then that night, I was just, just in shock because you don't know what, what's going to happen. Um, you know, we rely on the leadership of the NBA, um, and they were going with the knowledge that they had you know, at the time. So we were the first league to put the season on hiatus, um, which, you know, made me proud. Um, and then we just went to work from there. How do we make sure our players are, are in a safe environment? How do we make sure that they're cared, cared for? Not just physically, but, you know, this can take a mental toll on you, especially you're a young person used to having friends and traveling and being around basketball your entire life. Um, you know, Furkan, he's his family's still in Turkey. Like how do we interact and keep him engaged and, and mentally, mentally engaged and just, just healthy all the way around. I can't imagine that there's any playbook in any line of work or walk of life that could have prepared a person, a team, society for something like this. What did you fall back upon? How did you adapt and adjust to this on the fly? Um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's a human level. Like you said, society, it's like, it's, it's bigger than sports, it's bigger than basketball. Um, just try to relate to everything from a human level. What do you need as a, as a human, as a person? What can we do just to make your transition with all this as easy as possible? And then on the other side, you know, as a fan, like I'm chomping at the bit to <laughs> figure out a way to, you know, have some, some semblance of, you know, sports and our season and, and the team we put together and competing and, um, so I look forward to the day when it's deemed safe for us to do that. Amen to that. From what I remember the night of the Pistons game at the center, I don't think I really even paid attention to one bit of the game itself because right after tip it seemed like there was this scroll on social media on my Twitter feed of development after development. It was first Tom Hanks and his wife tested positive. Then you saw reports coming out of Oklahoma City and what was going on there. And it just seemed like very quickly – there was no doubt about it. The league needed to take action and take action as quickly as it could. Yeah. Now we were, I was on that same path. Um, Sands the, the Tom Hanks. I didn't know about that one until later, but we're following what's going on with, with Oklahoma city, um, you know, against the jazz and you know where they're going with it and the game's postponed and what's going on. There's another game. I think the Sacramento Kings are playing the Pelican. Are they still going to play? What does this mean for us? Um, and then post game, you know, I got the news that we're, we're putting the, the season on a hiatus, we're postponing the season, and just had to address the players. Um, and I just, just went in that locker room, and the unknowns are still unknown. So I didn't know what where we were going, how long this was, would last. And I'm glad the way the league handled it all. For fans who might not be familiar with how you guys communicate, but also at the same time not asking you to spill too many secrets, how do you get the message out to players in a remote world? Like, for instance, us in our world on the business side of the 76ers, we use Microsoft Teams and Slack, that sort of thing. So how do you stay in touch with the players on a regular basis? Yeah, so we do, of course, you know, the org side. We have Slack, we have Teams. Um, Players, we use more video conferencing tools sometimes like uh, Zoom or, or WebEx or FaceTime. I'm a little old school. I'll just call them, you know, kind of get permission to FaceTime. I still, I'm still in the era of this is weird to have someone just FaceTime me out the blue. Like, I need permission. Like, hey, then if you want to FaceTime and talk, we can do that. Um, players have had happy hours that I haven't been invited to, but they've, they've been getting together on their own. And Brett. Brett's been leading, you know, with his staff, 
Um, they're preparing as, you know, the season's coming back and we have to be ready for a regular season or playoffs. They're two, three times a week. They're getting together. Um, they're on video conferencing uh, technology working. Um, and we do something with the players probably every two weeks that we just get together. Um, I pop on. I don't stay too long. Basically give a message and an update and, and let them go. You alluded to this dynamic and this tricky balancing act that you guys are currently in the midst of right now with the season in limbo. You have the evidence of about two-thirds of the season to fall back on, but now it's during this hiatus. If play were to resume, there's projecting out as far as what might be. How do you account for the layoff and whatever ripple effects that might have? So I guess my question is, how do you do it? <laughs> how do you strike that balance and walk that line? Like, What are the, the pieces of evidence you're trying to piece together here? Yeah, so it's it's strictly scenario planning. Like there's there's nothing that we can't be surprised by. So it's we don't know when the draft is, but we're assuming that the draft is, is going to happen. So we're preparing as, you know, it, it's going to be in June. You know, we don't know when we're going to return, but I think we are going to return. So we're preparing like business as usual. When we return, this is what we're going to need. This is what the players will need to ramp up and get ready. Everyone's going to need ramp up time. Um, to get back to to uh, you know physically fit state that you can compete at, at an NBA level, um, you know free agency. What happens if this? What happens if that? So it's just a lot of scenario planning um, so that we don't miss anything. More with Elton Brand in about 15 seconds. In this time of social distancing, Novacare Rehabilitation is offering physical therapy from the comfort and safety of your home through their new telerehab program. NovaCare will virtually bring their services to you so you can heal, build strength, and get back to the things you love. Telerehab lets you easily connect with one of NovaCare's licensed therapists through web-based technology that's HIPAA compliant. For more information, visit NovaCare.com. Now, back to our chat with Elton Brand. At 39 and 26, when play stopped, where did you think the team was at? Um, I think that the season was incomplete. You know, we knew we need to get our players healthy down the stretch. Um, you know, Joel was out. Uh, ben was out. Um, you know, keep meshing. We have some really good games. We proved that we could beat anybody. So this home stretch was going to be about that, just getting everybody healthy. Um, we said it all season long. We're built for the playoffs. So I was looking forward to actually, you know, seeing what that would look like. It's funny because even though the wins weren't there on that West Coast trip, it felt like there were some good things that were happening. The vibes were positive. There was energy, it seemed like, not just demeanor-wise the guys off the court, but in how they played. Then Joel comes back for the Detroit game, has a great night. Did you see things trending in the right direction at that point in time? Uh, it, it was that's, that's what you want. You want to hit that stage where – you know, all cylinders are flowing. You know, Shake broke out against the Clippers, had an amazing game. Um, you know, beat Sacramento, you know, the, a game or two after that, after a good battle with the Lakers, great spirited battle. Um, Joel comes back, has an amazing game at home. Um, so we were just kind of putting the pieces together. Ben, um, you know, he's, his rehab is going well. So when it's time to ramp up, I'm encouraged. And I see him being able to ramp up and, and be – right along with his teammates when it's when did we do return to play so but we were trending in the right direction so that's a a little disheartening but of course what we're dealing with is like we, we talked about it's bigger than basketball but as a fan um 
me being a fan of the game, it's it's a little disheartening. I wanted to see it. I know this is probably a very obvious question, and it may have an obvious answer, but the Ben Simmons that we saw this season before the nerve impingement, if he comes back, what does that do for this team? Oh, it, it, you know, it's it, he's going to be back, and then it's just off to the races. You know, he's his defensive level. We went back to Brett and I. We were talking about pre All Star break in, in the game against the Clippers at home, and the defense he played against Kawhi, and that level of intensity, like that was high level. I don't even say first round playoff basketball. That was high level, you know, multiple round playoff basketball and the atmosphere and, and that energy that he brought and that skill set that he brought. Um, and again, Joel being healthy and having our full complement of our team, Shakes grow, Matisse grow, uh, Furkan, you know, coming into his zone in the season that he had. Um, so we're, we're looking to all put it together. What do you think triggered that next step defensively for Ben? Does it go back as far as what happened this time last year against the Raptors and how he was challenged with obviously facing Kawhi in that series? And then the series before that against Brooklyn, he had to go up against some really good guards in that series. Yeah, I think it's his competitive nature. Um, you know, before you know, him missing these games, I think he's missed one game last season. You know, it's just he's such an elite competitor. Um, elite young player, young talent, and he, he just wants to win. He wants the team to win, and he wants to do whatever he has to do to have the team win. The incredible thing about Joel is that he can have games like 49 and 14, like what he did in that home game against Atlanta, miss a couple weeks, come back, and then drop 30 and put up 14 rebounds against the Detroit Pistons. Where did you guys think that he was at right before the season was put on pause? Yeah, he was at that stage where you, know, you don't bet against Joel Embiid. <laughs> he was at that lock-in focus that's, that's special. And he's so talented. And when he brings that, you know, what he brings to our team and to our court, um, that, that's, that's what makes us a real competitor and contender, in my opinion. We talked a lot going back to last summer after the acquisitions and the signings and at the start of this year of this starting five and its potential. But as the season unfolded, we saw some really encouraging and strong player development success stories, whether it was someone like a Furkan Korkmaz, Matisse Thibel right off the bat jumping in and doing what he did. And then as, as you referenced, Shake Milton and the way that he was coming on in relief of Ben Simmons right before the outbreak of Corona. What do you think was helpful to putting some of these players on the right path as far as the player development standpoint? Um, you know, I give a lot of kudos to Brett Brown and the, the player development crew um, for what it, what they've done. They always had the players ready. You know, we didn't know Josh would miss as many games as he missed or, you know, for Matisse to have to step up or Ben to miss any games. He, he was really durable uh, for Shake to step up. But once they got the opportunity, you know, they, were, they, were, they were engaged, they were zoned in, and they were, they were ready, and they stepped up. They really stepped up, and that's what you want out of a young player. So now they have a taste of it, and they only want more. They can't wait to get back so that they can continue to grow and, and seize the moment. Do you have any sense of what it could look like from a team standpoint on your side for, in a perfect world, let's say, uh, all clear is given for play to resume somehow, just how the gradual bringing everyone back and then getting the team ready from a physical and mental standpoint, training-wise, to resume the demands of the most important time of the season, essentially? Um, it, it's, it's hard to speculate. Um, I'm on 
GM Calls Weekly. I'm on a you know committee uh, that we have separate calls on return to action and return to play. Um, we're we're going to study what happened during the lockout. So it's going to need a ramp-up period. We're going to make sure we have ample time so that, that there's no setbacks. That's our goal once it's team safety to play. For as much as you want to bring the people listening out there into the world of Elton Brand in quarantine, I may throw a couple quick-hitting questions at you right now. Best thing you've read so far? It could be an article, a book, anything? Um, there's some really great articles um, that I read about just, you know, your, like your moral bucket list. That was a great article. Um, reading the, the Infinite Game by Simon Sinek. Um, what's, the, what's that other one? Outward Mindset that Rob Newsom gave me, and he and Scott O'Neill actually both mentioned in it. Um, th- those, are, those are the two that I point to that uh, you know, I've, I've been really focused on. Those, those are the kind of main ones I've been focused on. And there's some good YouTube videos and, and things like that that just – you know, some make you laugh because you need a good laugh, and some make you think, like, what's the world going to be once we get through this? Oh, and Range. I've read Range, a book called Range that was really good. It's about being a specialist versus, you know, having a lot of other tools. Best thing you've watched? Um, best thing i watched, I'd say a show called Nailed It. I wish I could say The Last Dance, but I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to binge watch it, watch all those 10 episodes, or... Reach out to David Fox so I can watch all the episodes at once. Um, but a show called Nailed It. Uh, it's, it's on Netflix. And my wife and I took the TV off the wall. So the kids have to create for a month. And on yeah May 1st, their first, um, first time back to TV, we watched Harry Potter, the movie, which they haven't seen. My son's 11. He's into the series now. He's read all the books. And we watched a show called Nailed It that is very funny on Netflix. Tremendous. Anything that you've nostalgically done, just, uh, you know, now that there is a little bit more free time for as much as you can get of it? Um, just a lot of, you know, looking at pictures, you know, spending time with my wife. Uh, we'll sift through some some pictures and family. And um, <laughs> by accident, we, we went through some of her old electronics or some of my old electronics. Like we have the, the first iPhone. We have computers from, you know, almost 20 years ago, like Sony Vios and all this stuff still around. That kind of works still, so that, that was cool. But that, that kind of brought that, uh, that nostalgia of when just, you know, vacation pictures when we were traveling. I talked to my daughter about, yeah, where are we going to go? Well, you know, once we can move around. And she's like, Paris, and I want to have cheese and bread. She's never been to Paris, by the way. I want to have this cheese and bread and, you know, things like that. So. Um, just, just trying to create good memories um, through this time and being grateful with my family. I never would have thought it. Sounds like the Brand family might be a hoarding family. I would not have pegged you for that type of guy. <laughs> it's a mix, you know. Life, you know, it's like essentialism slash hoarding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why don't we wrap it up on this uh, note? At some point, basketball is going to return. We don't know when, how soon, or how long. Um, but what influence, what power do you see the platform of, it could be the 76ers, it could be the NBA, it could be sports. What influence, what power do you think sports will have in bringing society, the world, back to some semblance of normal when hopefully this is all in the past and everyone's safe? Yeah, once it's deemed um, safe, I think the platform of sports will continue to bring people together. 
you know, have an outlet to be together, to, to laugh, to, to root, to cry, to yell. Um, you know, just, just that, just that human need of togetherness and just, you know, relating and standing for something bigger than yourself. You know, you love your city, you love your team, you want to root. Um, and I think that's what, what sports, sports does and it gives us as a society. And, uh, you know, what we need that right now once it's, once it's deemed safe. And listen, between 76ers ownership and your players as well, there have been many instances of people within the organization taking the lead, trying to help do something um, to bring people together and, and help people get back on track. Absolutely. Very prideful in that. And uh, that's the people we have in this organization and in this locker room. Elton, thanks so much for the time. Great seeing you through a computer screen. Great talking to you. Stay safe. Thanks, Brian. You too. Great hearing from Elton Brand, what's been going on within the 76ers front office, what he and his family have been binging, and now he's going about, most importantly, trying to lead in a time of crisis. Appreciate him taking a few minutes to talk and you taking a few minutes to listen. That'll do it for this episode of the broadcast. Be on the lookout for some more fresh content here on the 76ers Podcast Network feed later on this week. We'll be releasing the latest installment of our Posted Up minicast series, a profile on Ben Simmons, so you don't want to miss that. Plus, on a new episode of Tom's Talks, Tom McGinnis talks with Chicago Bulls great Bill Wennington about what else? The ESPN Megadoc, The Last Dance. And coming on Mother's Day, we'll hear the story about how the mom of one of the 76ers veterans helped introduce her all-star son to the world of professional sports. I'm Brian Seltzer saying so long for now. Stay healthy, stay safe, and stay smart out there. See you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. I'm late. I'm late for a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.